the feeling of being an outsider is an all too familiar one for most human beings. The experience of a Jewish person being made to feel an outsider in Jewish spaces is eloquently investigated in the Eli talk from Rabbi Shastri Shon, who goes by the moniker Manishtana. This is Jews Talk Racial Justice with April and Tracy, a weekly show hosted by April Baskin and Tracy Guy Decker. In a complex world, change takes courage. Wholehearted relationships can keep us accountable. Watch Manish Tana's video last night. So good. Is Eli Talk that one? It is amazing. It's their, it's their top Eli Talk. Is it? I'm not surprised. It's so good. He's He's so funny and so charming and also like he brings Torah and he brings like sort of contemporary relevance. Yeah, it's really so good. many things. And like he really crafted, I, you know, I thought it was excellent the first time I heard it, but it's been a few years and just the journey he takes of the, around the texts and the stories and the this, imagery. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. And the framing at the party. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. The gates, the gates of the community, and how he so eloquently and understandably talks and unpacks, talks about and unpacks, and articulates dynamics stemming from internalized, yeah, oppression around and intergenerational trauma. Yeah, yeah, around anti-Semitism. Actually, um, actually recommended. Um, Manishtana's Eli talk recently to a group of white Jews. We were, we were gathered as white Jews explicitly. And um, more than one person was expressing feelings of um, kind of being shut out or excluded from different, you know, I think, I don't know if they use the word click, but that was the word that came in my head from within their own Jewish communities. Um, and, and sort of just not feeling a full sense of belonging within mm -hmm. Jewish communities to which they felt they ought to belong. Um, and Thing throughout the Jewish community. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, well, so I, re but I referenced um, Manish Tana's Eli talk because I think when he talks about sort of the gatekeeping and the, um, the city of refuge. Um, yes. That I, it really resonated for what these, it, I think it was all um, female identified people who were saying this, but I, I don't, I'm sure it is not a exclusive to female identified people. Um, but they were talking about just feeling a sense of not belonging and feeling shut out. And so I was thinking about that kind of gatekeeping that we sometimes do. Um, you know, it happens a lot in our community. It, it does. It's, it's really interesting to me, actually, when I was at the, so some listeners know um, in a previous employment, I was at a, a Jewish museum. And when I was at the museum and thinking about historically sort of the Jewish community in America, we talked a lot about the shifting between insider and outsider status of the Jewish community um, within America, you know, writ large, within American society writ large. But I think that there are microcosms of that even within Jewish communities, American Jewish communities. You know, in Baltimore, um, there was this classic, which is not unique to Baltimore, but we had a classic sort of German Russian divide within, you know, like the German Jews who came over earlier and had more money. Right. And then the, the Russian Jews coming over later um, with a lot less affluence. And there was this snobbery um, fr uh, from the, the German Jews about the Russian and Polish Jews. And like, there was just these, you know, like there were two sets of Jewish country clubs <laughs> because 
German Jews didn't want to let the Russian Jews into their country clubs. And there were two sets of um, federations. In fact, here in Baltimore, they it was like a big deal when they got together and decided to create just one federation with, with German and Russian Jews. So anyway, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this because <laughs> within our Jewish communities, there's yeah. a lot of gatekeeping. Yeah, race, some of it, race notwithstanding, like it, 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 it yeah. for me. Yeah. And, and some of it is around observance, right? Like if I keep a standard of kashrut and you don't keep it, therefore I don't want to eat with you, then that sort of creates a barrier. But I don't, I, I think it's overly simplistic to um, kind of Agreed. use that as an, as a, as the reason. I think it is a reason. I think it's, to me, it's not even that, like, I think that's a dynamic that plays out, but I think it goes so much deeper than that to Shasa's point around just people feeling that I think is um, in part a, not universal, but it shows up as a collective trauma pattern around yeah. questioning whether or not someone belongs for any number of reasons, right? It's like that, that fundamental, as Shays discusses, like that fundamental Rabbi Rishon, um, as Rabbi, Rabbi Shays Rishon, who goes by, who also goes by Manishtana, because we called him Manishtana Rabbi earlier. Rishon, right? Yeah, who goes by Manishtana, <laughs> right? That he speaks to. What was I going to say? That like, it's about this. Also, I think there's potentially at times a dynamic around internalized self hatred of why would you want to be us? And, and it's just a limiting view of, of who we are as a people on not even just about race, but it's just extra worse because it, at times it shows up disproportionately around that. And it also is intertwined with other racist dynamics that further compound it. I think you even in the Eli but, talk, um, Rabbi Rishon sort of addresses that, you know, when he says like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would why would I pretend to be Jewish? Like I'm gonna as a black man, I'm just gonna put black on top of my black. Like I mean, I, I, that's not a verbatim quote, but he's, that's the general idea that you know why would you choose this identity that is um, targeted? Is is the some some of the subtext of that? It's, that's real. It's real. But it's more than that. It's also, why would you choose this identity that I haven't even still, even as I'm involved in Jewish life, hmm. fully embraced in, in some sort of way or another, possibly? Um, yeah, maybe. Like Groucho Marx is famous. I think it's him famously said, like, I would never want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. Exactly. And I guess it's this whole thing that I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast or not, but... I used to talk about this with different congregations and this was kind of a deep thing to say, but I really kept seeing it showing up in the work that I think at times for our community, part of the challenge we have in loving your neighbor as ourselves is that it depends, dependent upon how much we love ourselves. Right. And we don't love ourselves. Yeah. In the context of capitalism in the context of a lot of different things in the comp in the context of internalized oppression over millennia of anti-Semitism. That like with other groups, and for us in this regard, it might even arguably be more intense because of the length of time, the the um, extended 
hundreds and thousands of years of repeated rejection in different contexts that that has its impact and and in some weird ways i think that there's also just like uh the essence of that in, in this gatekeeping of the internalized of this is how we've been treated. And it's been so internalized and not healed that we are now replicating this harm with other people that it has become the norm. Um, and that I think people often are not most of the time, but that doesn't mean that they still don't need to be held accountable and hopefully shift that over time or be called in, as we like to say, um, as opposed to called out where I was going to go. But where I'm going right now is what would it feel like for us to get the healing we need and for us to start to just enjoy and savor the diversity of our religion and the diversity of our communities, of all the folks who are Jewish adjacent, who may not be Jewish, but who are in our midst. And it's on a certain level, it does in fact matter in certain ways, but in most ways it's, in a lot of ways, it's beside the point. And can we not just be in community together and let those of us who occupy identities that may be different than yours bring it up when we want to bring it up or not bring it up at all. If we don't want to bring it up and do that on our terms, on our own terms. I love the part where Rabbi Rison talks about, I'd forgotten it. There's just so many elements of it. As someone who's given so many speeches, I'm just like, this is so well done. I've seen it. You should check it out. And also to give those a sneak peek who haven't yet participated in our Awareness Accelerator program. This is one of the many juicy, phenomenal resources that are in the program. You know, and uh, Manish Tana is just brilliant in his nuanced ability to raise tough issues and bring people along and not sugarcoat it. And yet through the asking of questions, through humor, like it's just, it's just a masterful talk. Someone who does, you know, who's given a lot of speeches, it, it's just really quite masterful. And, you know, his point about that I'd forgotten that he talked about, about the fact that originally we were 12 tribes and there is evidence in fact that there were 12 tribes um, and how just, you know, to me, it's, it's like, it's like another element. It's another thing that I don't focus on as much. I think I used to a few years ago, a little bit, but I lost touch with that talking point of we're global people that we started in North Africa and West Asia. And we were 12 distinct tribes. Yeah. And now with globalization, like, are we going to be like, it's just, I know how people are conditioned and that, that is significant. But if you start to practice thinking critically and noticing these things and thinking about it, it goes from feeling like a stretch to just really obvious, um, which is a helpful place to be in the work, not from a place of self-righteousness, but from a place of ease in yeah. navigating these issues. Like, right. The more I think about this, the more this makes great good sense. 
Thanks for tuning in. Our show's theme music was composed by Elliot Hammer. You can find this track and other beats on Instagram at Elliot Hammer. If this episode resonated with you, please share it and subscribe. To join the conversation, visit JewsTalkRacialJustice.com, where you can send us a question or suggestion, access our show notes, and learn more about our team. Take care until next time and stay humble and keep going.